Alright, so welcome everybody. This is the Archangel Michael Global Transmissions for 2021 and I wanted to say thank you um, for attending and participating. I'm Reverend Anna Jones. For those of you who are new to my work, I thank you so much for um, for tuning in tonight and for those of you who have been participating in previous uh, transmissions, again thank you also for being uh, here and present here uh, and for participating in these uh, wonderful, wonderful sessions where it's an opportunity for all of us to come together no matter where we are in the country, no matter where we are in the world, and uh, to unite our light together, our thoughts, our intentions, our prayers, uh, to call in Archangel Michael and to receive from him uh, what he is willing to give and send and what he has asked to send um, as he has asked for these transmissions to be at this date and time um, and that it's a transmission that's coming to us all um, not just through the vocal transmission that will be coming through my voice today but a transmission that uh, he'll be sending to everyone um, uh, and not just everyone in the circle of light we're creating with each other all the way around the country and around the world, but also to the whole entire planet because he works with all beings. So when he sends a transmission like this, it really is a transmission that is going out to the whole world, to the planet itself, uh, to to all beings, um, including those of us. But for those of us who participate in this live, um, we experience, a, I think, a special connection to that energy, although I believe very much that the energy is even felt and very palpable during the recording. So as I said in the beginning, this is being recorded and will be turned into a podcast, um, my Celestial Voice podcast. I'm right now dedicating the whole podcast uh, for these message transmissions, these global message transmissions from Archangel Michael to be freely released uh, through the podcast via iTunes. Um, so you can go to, onto iTunes and go to the Celestial Voice podcast and listen to all of the other transmissions, including the, the, the transmission from last month, which is the first one from 2021, and all of the transmissions from the series that came through in 2020, because um, in many ways he's following up, uh, you know, kind of talking about uh, where we are in our collective uh, human journey, uh, where the world is at, etc. The energies that have been building, shifting, changing all throughout last year into this year. Um, and this has been, uh, you know, something that he's been doing. He's basically been building upon the messages. So uh, all of those uh, messages from last year, um, from 2020's Global Transmissions, are also available up on the Celestial Voice podcast. If you don't have iTunes or use iTunes and, or go to iTunes on, on a podcast on iTunes, you can always visit my website at AnnaJonesOnline.com, which is where all of you who registered for this registered for it. Um, so if you go to Anna Jones online.com click on podcast they're also up there for uh, listening and for free download so free listening at any time and free download um, so you can download it to your computer and be able to um, have your own copy of any of these um, in fact 
I do an intro at every one of them and so if you're listening to them and you don't really need to hear the the intro and the questions and things because it's part of the intro is the the questions that I want to ask and just kind of going over uh, you know what why those questions how the process works that I use uh, so that everybody who is new is is, is understanding and feeling comfortable uh, as we move forward and also for the for the benefit of those of us who even you know worked with me in private session those of us who really know this process really be able to be reminded of it and the reasons for it and and be able to go deeper with it so um, the the, the process is uh, always in the beginning the intro is always in the beginning so if you are listening to the podcast for the uh, you don't need it's your it's not your first time you don't need much of the intro you can always use the slider to um, slide across there and and go straight into the transmission message anytime or just go straight to the questions Uh, you can lose your slider to go forward back etc for those of you who have had questions about that because I have received some uh, some some questions about that um, on on social media okay so um, like I said uh, you're welcome to visit my website for not only the Celestial Voice podcast but also to learn more about me I'm not going to share that much about myself I'm an interfaith minister I'm also a modern mystic these experiences that I've had with the angels I'll share a little bit just began during my childhood and began to develop into a whole other level at the age of 14 when I began doing laying off hands healing and started getting messages for from the angels to deliver to other people and then um, after that experience was complete uh, in my late teens went on to study uh, world religions mysticism of all different types uh, esoteric teachings uh, metaphysical teachings um, and shamanism etc the list really goes on and on uh, crystals energy healing etc as a way of uh, continuing to evolve uh, all of the different parts of my ministry including the very special part of my ministry which all of you are going to be experiencing here tonight that I call my angelic ministry and that is allowing myself to be the instrument through which um, the angels uh, are working through all of us can be instruments for the divine to work through all of us um, can be instruments for the angels to work through Uh, I have just been called to uh, surrender more and more and dedicate my life more and more to that service so develop it even to a whole aspect of my ministry again that I refer to as my the angelic part of my ministry work there's also my healing ministry and there's also the 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 ministry that I do that um, has directly do with spirituality spiritual growth spiritual development etc so um, yeah so those are the three parts of the ministry work that I do this angelic ministry uh, has evolved uh, over the years it evolved greatly once the angels gave me a process a process that they wanted me to use to make the connection with them to ensure the connection was with the highest realm and with the highest beings and directly with them and um, that process we're going to be using every night um, every time that we do these uh, global transmissions because we're in a series now in fact if you signed up for this one you signed up for the series that we're in Um, this is the second um, transmission in a seven-part series Uh, the last one is still is already up 
on the podcast. The one from last month is up on the podcast. You can go listen to that if you missed it, if you're just now signing up for the series. And you all will receive email notifications uh, for the upcoming ones, right? So the ones that are going to be coming on the 20th of every month. So the next uh, ones that are coming are going to be May 20th, June 20th, which will be the one for the summer solstice. Uh, It'll be summer solstice transmission because these just used to be only on the solstices and the equinoxes, but now I've been asked to upgrade that and do it monthly because of these intense times that we've been living in. Um, And then uh, July 20th, August 20th, and September 20th, which will be the last one right uh, on the precipice, the right right as we're going into the time period of the fall equinox. So um, yeah, so those are the ones coming up in the series. You you don't have to register again. You're already registered. Um, If you want to unsubscribe, all you have to do is at the bottom of any email I send out, you can always unsubscribe uh, to which which will which will remove you from the registration list. Basically, Um, that's the way to 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 do that if you want to. But um, also, please uh, share with feel free to share the 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 podcast, the the information about these live calls with your friends, with your family, and encourage people to really participate in the live calls. There's over a thousand people that are registered for the series in this series because uh, of last year and how many, how much interest that built up and the interest from this year. Um, But there's not that many that come onto the calls, although there's potential for that on the calls, which is one of the reasons why I also do it by telephone conference is because I have the ability to host a, a much larger size group on here for the calls. But still we get, we get several hundred that come onto the calls live. There's something special. Not only do you get guided through the invocation live, but um, there is something special about feeling the energy work live as it's happening. There's there, the, the transmission is not just words coming through. It's a whole energy transmission that he's sending. Um, and it's much, much more palpable, even though it comes through, even when listening to the recording and you can feel that energy, even in the recordings, it's much more palpable uh, live when it's happening. So again, I want you to thank I want to thank you for those of you who are participating live encourage everybody to uh, if you can um, if you can't that's fine just listen to the recordings but if you can uh, please participate live and um, then what happens after these transmissions um, is I I also host a Archangel Michael study group so there's the global transmissions which are free for everybody on the 20th of every month which is where we are today and then um, on the second Tuesday of every month, I also am hosting an Archangel Michael study group and meditation circle where we take the message uh, that comes through on the 20th. So we're taking the message from tonight. I'll have it transcribed and we'll go deeper into a study. Um, I'll give deeper insights. I'll Basically, we kind of read through it all together. Uh, we really look at it, break it down and try to integrate it much more deeply. And then I write a meditation based on whatever it is that Archangel Angel Michael teaches us about whatever teachings or instructions or guidance that he gives or revelations that he gives in these 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 transmissions, which also has a message component to it. Um, we'll take that message, we'll, we'll dig into it deeper, and um, I'll write a, a, a meditation for trying to integrate it on a whole other level and uh, and really receive even more from it. So um, that is also up on the events page of my website. If any of you are interested um, after the transmission. 
at any point uh, to go in and to uh, become a part of that study group. You can sign up at any time. You can just do it month by month, uh, or you also can sign up for the whole series for that study group. In addition to everybody getting the free podcast, those who sign up for the study group, which is a paid class, um, that study group, uh, it, it includes, like I said, the written transcripts as well as a recording of the class uh, itself, the study group sessions themselves. So additional uh, information there. Okay, so the process. The process that the angels gave me, first of all, the instructions they gave me years ago was to never approach without questions. Um, And that how important the questions are. Um, Question equals, literally the word is quest I on. When you spell it out, right? Spell it out. Q-U-E-S-D, quest I on, question. Um, And so uh, I have those who participate in the Archangel Michael study group and meditation circle uh, have the ability to submit to me email questions uh, for Archangel Michael and if anybody has anything they just send it to me via email Um, and so every time I hope to have at least one or more questions from uh, participants in that group I did receive one from the group and so what I'll do is I'll just put the question out there knowing that Archangel Michael is listening to this and these are the questions that we're asking him and then I have some others that I've also uh, formulated but um, he also can go in any other direction because part of the, the invocation prayer that I'm going to be used is giving him permission to speak freely to us about anything we need to know right now. And sometimes that can include world events, etc. Just the things that are happening, new energies that are coming in, all, all of those things uh, can be things that he chooses to speak about and, and, and hold directions that he can choose to go in himself. Um, so I did get a question from the uh, member of the Archangel Michael study group in order to um, have everybody maybe understand a little bit more about that question, um, I'll share that uh, there it, it both. I'd say for the last two years now, there have been some very profound messages that Archangel Michael has given. Not all sequential, although there's been a sequence of them here right now, um, but you know, just recently. Uh, but not all of them over the last two years have been sequential regarding the virtues and how um, you know we think we know what they are, but there's so much more than we than we know. And there's um, he he's defined the virtues as our powers, uh, as the powers of co-creation. Um, the powers to co-create in this reality. He's also defined them as having the ability to reconcile opposites, that all virtues have the ability to reconcile opposites. Um, And he's asked uh, to be able to speak more about them. Um, So I am giving him that permission at any time that he wishes to speak more about them right now. And he says that, you know, even even though we think we know what they are, that we really don't have a full understanding of what they are. And if we did our world would be a much different place especially if we knew what they were and what and that we were really truly living by them and really truly co-creating with them so that's how he's defined them thus far I would I personally would like to ask if he'd like to give any further definition of um, what a virtue is because he, he's, he's answered that question himself by giving these two definitions that it is the powers of co-creation um, virtue is a power of co-creation and uh, he's also said that it has the power to um, reconcile all opposites reconcile opposites so the question that was submitted by the study group member is um, 
this statement, Know Thyself, uh, which is a maximum inscribed on the Temple of Apollo at Delphi. Uh, he's, that study group member is wondering to ask him if that statement, Know Thyself, if it's a virtue. If so, if there's anything more that he can tell us or anything that's for our, um, our benefit uh, to know. And I only accept questions that are really for all of us. Uh, that's really for the highest good of all of us. So that's a great question. Perfect question for for um, for for this for this transmission tonight, um, that got me started about hmm, asking him about other things. Um, I had made a note to myself from the last Archangel Michael study group last, uh, which just took place last week. Actually, um, the study group for the last month's transmission took place last week, and um, I had made a note to myself uh, to ask him about forgiveness. Um, it's not something that he. Uh, has spoken too much about recently. I've heard him give incredible teachings on the subject over the years in private session work. Um, and I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one private sessions where not only is Archangel Michael coming through and, and, and bringing through messages for the individuals, but the way my particular ability works is that whoever it is, it is an angel or guide working with you is who comes through in those private sessions. So I've, I've heard not only Archangel Michael, but all of the angels speak some amazing things about forgiveness over the, over the decades and years that I've been doing this work, been doing this work professionally since 1990. And obviously, um, before I began it professionally for a lot longer than that, I uh, started getting these little short messages from the angels when I started at the age of 14 to do the, the, the laying out of hands healing. So um, the, the question that I have then about forgiveness based on the, what we talked about in the study group last time um, is just how does it tie into his message last month about trust? Uh, there was a point in there where he's talking about earned trust in the la in last in last month's transmission, right? So if you go and listen to it, I, I called it. Um, if you go into the podcast, it's called Emergence, Hope Springs Eternal. That's the title of last month's podcast. So last month's transmission, which is now a podcast under that title, he talks about at the end, earned trust versus unconditional trust. He talks about those two. And when we were really trying to study it, integrate it, I was like, how does forgiveness play into all of this? You know, what what is the role of forgiveness? Is forgiveness a virtue? Or if if not, you know, what what is the role, especially in trust, right? Like, how can we, you know, heal, restore, earn trust, and make progress in what he refers to and calls unconditional trust? Um, you know, if uh, without forgiveness and uh, and with forgiveness. So with and without forgiveness, how can we do more with the trust? So uh, I would, if you'd like to speak about that subject, I would put that question out there. Um, and I had a couple more things that I wanted to ask about, uh, and then we're just going to go ahead and get started. So not too many questions tonight, only one from one of the members and the rest are from things that I have come up with um, and on my own. So these other two came up from me on my own today. Uh, I woke up with an incredible, um, just incredible feeling of nervous energy. Um, I would even say anxious energy. And um, I'm an empath. That's one of my gifts. I'm not just a, a, a angel medium. I'm a medium of uh, m multiple different beings, not just the angels. But um, I'm not just a medium. I'm also a clairvoyant, a clairaudient, and an empath. And 
So I was tuning in and I was really trying to see, you know, what, is it mine? You know, am I nervous about something? And it just did not seem at all that it was coming from me. And it felt like it was just coming from the collective energy fields. And um, I hadn't watched the news or anything like that this morning. So I was thinking, okay, there must be just some long, really palpable, you know, nervous, anxious energy in the collective energy fields. And um, I tried tuning in more to, to where that was coming from. And um, then I really started wondering, uh, and, and I got some clearer insight about it, uh, you know, where in that collective energy field it was coming from and why, why so much so, and why, and why it was so strong. But I really started tuning into empathy and wondering, um, you know, as an empath, as somebody that has heard the angels really talk about what roles the empath plays, what roles empathy plays over the years in different individual sessions, was wondering if Archangel Michael could address um, kind of here, you know, for for everybody, uh, the 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 role of empathy, uh, and is it a virtue? Uh, I was really wondering that. Um, in fact, I even looked it up. Uh, I, I did a Google search, and it seems like there's not a consensus about it. Uh, some people are saying it is, and some people say it's not. And uh, you know, there's different, very different definitions, even as to what virtues are, what 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 a virtue is. In fact, I came across a definition of virtues that it was. Um, um, that that they're just moral acts, and uh, he describes them as so much more than that. Um, so again, that was another reason why I was asking about if he could define it more, right? So those definitions that he was giving us as powers of co-creation, the ability to reconcile opposites. So is there further definition that he could give us? And then. You know, I was just thinking, you know, how do we understand it? What role does it play? Is it is, is it a virtue? If so, if you could explain more about it. If it's not, then again, what role um, does does empathy play? And not just for empaths, but for all of us, uh, because not everybody is, um, you know, empaths have it more amplified. Uh, basically, we have our, it's like our empathy turned on all the time to a high sensitivity level. There are emotional empaths and uh there are physical empaths um, who, who, like myself, I, I have both emotional empathy and I'm also a physical empath, experience things in, in our bodies. Um, and then there's also what I call environmental empaths and earth empaths. Environmental empaths, we tend to pick up things from the collective energy fields around us or environments that we're in both either either physically or uh, or energetically. Uh, it could be our immediate environment around us or it could be a much, much larger like collective environment around us. So I just wanted to ask him more about that. And then as the day went on, um, it became clear to me um, that, uh, you know, that the, that the shifts were taking place and that there was this a major shift in it all um, that took place um, as the the news came out um, this afternoon um, about the trial that had taken place up in Minnesota um, in, regarding the case uh, for George Floyd. So, um, and the, uh, the energy just shifted. Uh, the, the fields became so much uh, lighter. There wasn't as much nervous, anxious energy and then it, that got me wondering about justice and if justice uh, is also a virtue because um, it felt like as soon as that justice came, then, um, then you know, it, it, at least, you know, this part of it anyway uh, came, then that shift I felt take place so dramatically. Um, and 
So then I was wondering if justice is a virtue, if so, if there's anything further he wants us to understand about it. Because I was also um, wondering for a very long time why Archangel, why Archangel Michael has guided me to do these on the 20th of every month, all of last year, all of this year. And I know it has something to do with the solstices, the equinoxes, and I know it has something to do with sacred time of the shift from one, the sun moving from one zodiac sign into another zodiac sign, which it does on the 20th, 21st of every month. So the sun literally moves into a new zodiac sign um, at, at this time. But I also said, okay, it could be also related to things happening in world events, and so I should pay attention to what's happening in world events, and there could be some reason in regards to world events why he's chosen these dates too. Um, and that also is uh, another reason why I want to put out the justice question, um, and if justice is a virtue, what we might need to know about it um, in order to uh, help ourselves, you know, understand it, help our world understand it, and if it's not a virtue, uh, just anything else he wants to share with us as to the role about it. So that's it. Um, we're That's a lot. <laughs> he could pick and choose. Uh, he could pick and choose one of these things and talk about it that the whole time, or none of these things. Uh, he could actually go entirely different directions. It's completely up to him. Uh, but I'm putting it out there, and now we're going to release it. We're going to release all expectations. And that's the key, too, is to release the expectations, to not have or hold um, a lot of expectations about it. Um, and so I'm just releasing it, and he could choose to go a totally different direction if he wants to. All right, so I think we're ready to move on now. Um, so the process, the next step after the questions, after we know the questions we're proceeding with, right? So the instruction they gave was to never proceed without questions. So those are the questions that just floated them out there, releasing them, letting them go, and letting it come back for the highest good, whatever he wants. And so then the next process, process is a step-by-step -step prayer process that he's giving me um, that he said would always work as long as I keep using it. So until they tell me otherwise, I'm going to keep using it. Um, and so the, the process is um, four parts done in five steps. So there's four parts to the process. Those four parts are praising, asking, thanking, and receiving. Uh, so those are the four parts. But it's done in five steps because think of it like a circle, um, very much like a, a clock even. You know, at 12 noon you have praising and then you're kind of going around the circle, right? Um, and so uh, you go from praising to asking to thanking to receiving, but then you complete the circle, right? So the, 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 the fifth step is pr back to praise again. And I always put in some gratitude and praise again also at the end um, to bring it all full circle. So that's the uh, process that they gave me. And it's a very specific uh, prayer the, that, that, that I'm going to guide us through step by step. But you also can personalize parts of it and say it in whatever way feels right to you. Um, so it's not like you have to say it exactly the way that I'm saying it. You can say it in whatever way feels right to you as I take us through the invocation part and the gratitude part. You can very much make it very personal as well, but the process itself and the steps are very specific. Um, and uh, I, uh, I'm just going to take all of us through it today. So the best thing to do for all of these transmissions is to participate in them, not just be a listener. Um, in fact, it's best not to draw, not to listen to these while you're driving or while you're doing other things. If you if you want, that's fine, but you're not going to get the most out of the experience. The most out of the 
experience to receive the full transmission, and that includes the energy work that Archangel Michael is sending to you. He's not just sending energy to me. Remember, he's sending energy to you. He's doing energy work on the planet. He's doing energy work on all of us, right? So I'm very, very aware of this during the time that these transmissions are going through. So to participate is to follow along uh, step by step through each one of these steps that I'm going to take you through. And when we get to the receiving, to just let yourself deeply relax. The recording, I got a backup recording going. I got the main recording going. This going to, recording is going to be available to everybody. So the recording can be your notes. You don't need to take notes right now. You can also take notes afterwards if you want while you're waiting on the recording because it does take a few days before everything gets um released and processed on the podcast even itunes doesn't put it up immediately when we when we finally get it ready to submit to itunes it takes them even a couple of days before it's up and it's going so um you know usually it can take even up to a week before the podcasts are up but you'll all be emailed so the podcast can be your your full notes you can go back later re-listen to that take take written notes and afterwards you can take written notes the best thing to do during the receiving time is to just let yourself relax as I'm going to be guiding you to do so and to go into a deep listening meditation for receiving. It's a listening receptive state that um, he's guided you to go, that he's guiding us to go into to deeply receive. And it's during that time period that I go into the, the, the deep trance state that I go into because I am um, a trance channel. So I'm hearing what's being said. I'm watching, I'm listening, I'm feeling, I'm experiencing all kinds of things at the same time you're experiencing it. Um, and uh, I'll share with you in the, uh, after I bring up everybody out of the meditation, after the praise at the end. So there's praise in the beginning, praise at the end. And so once I'm finished with the praise at the end and, and I'll bring everybody up out of the meditation, that's when I'll share with you if there were some s distinct visuals that I feel like I need to describe or can share with everybody or if there's anything that I felt or anything that stood out to me, any additional information, etc. Because like I said, I am in a deep trance state, um, but I'm very conscious and aware. I'm not, um, I'm not asleep. I can do sleep trance channeling like Edgar Casey, but I've been guided to do this as a conscious trance channel, which meaning that I'm, I'm awake and I'm conscious and I'm aware and I'm watching, witnessing, listening to all that's being said at the same time that you're, that you're hearing it and that you're receiving it. So we're all receiving it together. All right. So we're going to sit back. We're going to make ourselves comfortable. If you're really tired and sleepy, I highly recommend sitting up for the meditation. Um, but if you want to lay down, that's fine too. Just some, some people report to me that they went, they go really, really deep. Um, and that's uh, very possible that he can take us very deep. So that's always my experience is being able to go very deep. So we're getting ourselves into a comfortable uh, meditation posture. Sitting down or sitting down or lying down is fine, either one. And we're going to begin with a praise process, a praising chant. That praising chant is Adonai Elohim, Adonai, I'm sorry, it's actually Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Then Adonai Elohim, Adonai Eloheinu, 
Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. So this is a pronunciation of Archangel Michael's name, one of many, many in the world. Um, so it's Mikael, Mikael, Mikael. Uh, so we're, we're, we're invoking Michael in that part of the praise, right? But we're not just invoking Michael. We're actually also still devoke, invoking um, the presence of the divine in the, in the name El, the ancient name of El that you see at the end of so many of the archangels and angels' names. Uh, that in Hebrew, that um, name is an ancient name for God. And so you're not just invoking the presence of Archangel Michael. You're invoking all that is like unto God. You're invoking all of the qualities, all of the gifts, all of the energy that is like unto God, which is what the name Michael means. So Mikael, 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 and then Adonai, Elohim, Adonai, Eloheinu. Those are all Hebrew names for God. So we're invoking the, the divine energy, the divine presence through this praise chant. Um, at the end, we won't do the full praise chant. We'll only do Adonai Elohim by itself, and it won't be for nearly as long as it is going to be for here in the beginning. Um, uh, it'll probably just be a few times, just the Adonai Elohim by itself, when we come back to praise again at the end. So the instruction is to begin with praise, end with praise as we go through this process. But what is praise really? It's not just the words that we're going to be singing. It's not just the sacred names and the vibration of them that truly invokes the divine energy when we vibrate them. The, the real experience of praise is uh, is love um, when we are truly giving our praise we are sharing love we are vibrating love we are giving uh, that love and so we're giving that love directly to the divine we're giving that love directly you know to, uh, to to basically the the highest source for the highest good of all and so we really want to chant these ch chant chant this chant this praise chant with um, as much heart and love in our hearts um, as we possibly can feel and I'll just start chanting it and then um, I'll chant it for however long feels right uh, to me until I really start feeling that energy very strongly and then I'll go straight from the 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 praising into the asking and I'll guide you through that and into the thanking and I'll guide you through that and then straight from that into the receiving and I'll guide you through that okay all right so please join me in our nice meditation posture closing our eyes first we're going to begin just by centering ourselves with a couple of long slow deep breaths Adonai Elohim 
to the asking and so first I want you to join me silently silently call upon the presence of divine love and divine light ask that we personally be protected and connected by divine love and divine light And ask that we all, at this time, as we are uniting our light around the world by sitting in this meditation together, that there be a divine protection and connection that unites us all, and that unites us with the angels, especially with Archangel Michael. And call upon Archangel Michael directly and ask him to be with us in this circle of light today. And to send his love and light transmission and light activation of anything energetically he wants to activate to us individually and, to indivi and for the world collectively. 
asking to send that transmission and light activation at this time as he is asked to do so and as we ask him to do so. As it is a blessing for us all And we also want to ask Archangel Michael to hear the questions that have been put out today by me through and by the submission that came in from the group. Just hear the questions that I verbalize here today and to give us any guidance or insight that he can about these things. But then we also want to just give him permission to speak freely to all of us about anything that he feels is for the highest good for humanity to know and for us to have insight into. Just let him know that we're open to receiving all energy, all light activation, and all messages and guidance that he wants to give in this full transmission today. ourselves and all of humanity and the earth. And then we're going to move into the receiving. I'm sorry, we're going to do the gratitude first. We didn't do the thanking. So next we're going to do the thanking. And the first gratitude we're going to send out is we're going to send out our silent prayers of gratitude directly to Archangel Michael for the role that he plays, known and unknown to us in our lives and in our world. Just for all of who he is and what he does, we offer our thanks in whatever way feels right to you, please do so. And then our final prayer of gratitude will be, again, whatever way feels right to you, send out direct prayer of gratitude to the divine for the blessing of life, for all of the blessings, not just in your life, but all of the blessings of life. Um, just send out whatever gratitude prayer of that you'd want to send for the blessings that we are receiving, that you are receiving including our gratitude for all that we're receiving from Archangel Michael and the direct divine transmission tonight. Now we'll move into the receiving. So after we're finished with the gratitude, we're going to deepen our breathing even more now, moving into the receiving stage. We're going to deepen our breathing. We're going to let ourselves get even more comfortable, relaxing even more now. I want you to just relax into a quiet, meditative, listening state, a receptive state. Allow yourself to just receive whatever it is that Archangel Michael is giving to all of us and wants to give to you personally. Just open yourself to receive. I'm going to go now into my meditative trance state into my silent meditation until the next words will be his message transmission the vocal part of the transmission coming through
It is I, the Archangel Michael, coming forth once again to all of you, through all of you. For I am not just transmitting my energy, my love, my light, the healing, the activation to each one of you. I am also given the ability to transmit through you as you all are instruments for the divine will the divine laws divine order divine grace divine love and all of the virtuous qualities of the divine to live through to move through to transmit through you are all receivers, you are all transmitters. The more you open and allow yourself to experience the fullness of the transmission, it is not just transmitting to you. You will experience that all that is meant from on high is being transmitted also through you each in your own way not just at the moment in which this is being spoken not just at the moment in which this is being heard but beyond time is something that you do not understand you have a very limited, finite perception of what time is. Because you experience it with your physical senses in a very linear way, you think and perceive it to be a very linear thing. It is not linear. It has never been. It will never be linear. That is why all energy, even the energy in the finite world, is part of the infinite. And all energy that is being transmitted right now, it is not just being transmitted in this present moment, it is being transmitted into the now. Influencing past, present, and future. And it won't just move through you now, and it won't just transmit through you and to you and through you now. It will actually transmit to you and through you in the present, rippling into the past, rippling into the future. And at any point, at any point in time, as the now is where all things, all time, connects and intersects. So it is in the now that I speak this and that I transmit this, that I transmit all that I am transmitting to you and through you.
the timing of things is also difficult for you to understand because not only do your senses convince you that you're moving through time in a very linear way, past, present, and future, in a very linear way, but your senses also and the limited finite time period of one lifetime also prevent you from seeing the bigger picture of time the bigger time frames that are playing themselves out and truly unfolding as circles and spirals of evolution because time doesn't just end and begin time is eternal and that which is eternal continues it is one long continuum the terminology that your scientists use the space-time continuum is a more accurate terminology but even then that is not understood as one continuum there are so many things in the present that you are experiencing that are part of the now the infinite moment the long story the infinite story that is playing itself out things that are still energies and storylines that are still playing themselves out that are still being written entire storylines of soul journeys that you all have been on from your past lives and your past incarnations and your past civilizations that you created and co-created with each other entire storylines of cultures and civilizations of individuals of relationships of communities of villages and towns and cities entire storylines that are still unfolding that are still playing themselves out in a spiral an evolutionary spiral and this is what makes it so hard sometimes to understand something as great and powerful as justice because you often don't see all of the storylines and all that is evolving and the timing of it all except for in certain moments like you're living in now in certain moments where certain things are able to come forth and be felt and seen in a very very palpable way and it's not just one storyline of justice or one person's storyline of justice but many that are coinciding all at the same time and entire cultural ones that are coinciding all at the same time that makes this feel so big and makes it feel so significant and it is justice always will be and it will always prevail but there is often times times 
often there's times. There's time and timings. When things actually can shift into that, when things do actually come to that point, and you're experiencing it in multiple ways, in multiple different dimensional levels right now, with multiple subjects and topics and people. Justice is not a virtue. It's a universal law. Universal laws were created by divine will to ensure that the highest good for all and for all beings ultimately will come about. Ultimately. Which is hard to understand when you see injustice after injustice after injustice after injustice taking place and feeling as if there is no justice within those injustices again and again and again. And I'm speaking of any injustice that you can see in the world right now. And that any injustice that moves you and that you feel in your heart is very difficult to believe and trust that justice will always prevail when injustice after injustice after injustice seems to be what is prevailing. But I can assure you that when the spirals of time, when all energies align, when everything comes into alignment, justice is prevailing, it will prevail, it will always, always prevail in the end. You do just not understand what even that means because it doesn't mean that there is an end and then you just go on and that's over. Justice prevailing in the end, it means the end of one time spiral but another spiral begins. Every ending is a new beginning and spiraling up to the next level so that that greater justice for all can go on and evolve up to the next level and the next level and the next level on your evolutionary journey together as one family of spirit. As brothers and sisters of the light of love who forget who forget Not only do you not understand the timing at all, and is it difficult to understand the timing and why that's confusing, and your senses can also play a role and be very, very confusing. Then add to that that your mind's experience on a regular basis something that you call, and that is called forgetfulness. 
you forget. You will be reminded as many times as necessary. You'll be reminded every single moment of every single day by something. There will always be something and someone, whether it be one of your angels, guides, guardians, whether it be someone in the spiritual world, whether it be someone like myself in the spiritual world, or someone in the material world, whether it be through your news and your journalism sources, or whether it be through the stories that you share with each other and interacting, you will always be reminded in your relationships, etc., of the greater truth. There will always, always, always be reminders, but you forget. And that greater truth that you will always be reminded of, that I'm speaking of, that I'm referring to, that greater truth is that you are all brothers and sisters of love and light. You are all one human family. You are all individual, sacred, unique, but you are also one with each other, completely indivisible, completely indivisible. So justice for one ultimately is justice for all. And justice for all benefits all individuals. True justice, real justice. And it's not something that you just have to wait to have happen or wait for the, all the factors to have happen. It also, as I said, is coming through you, through your actions, through your deeds, acting in just ways. Speaking in just words. Contributing to your society. And integrity. And being fair and just. To each other. Allows you to be the emissaries. The transmitters for this universal law to live in alignment with it, and to be able to create in this world with it. And everything that you co-create in this world, you all co-create within the universal laws. The universal laws create what I have referenced at other times that I have spoken about this. Think of them as this medium for which you to for you to create within. They create the medium for you to create within. You create and co-create. You do not create all of your reality. You co-create within them. You cannot co-create outside of them. Another way of thinking of this is think of the container of co-creation that you operate in, that you operate in as co-creators. They create that. They exist of that. They establish that. The realm, the container that you co-create in is set, established by, etc., etc., by the universal laws. But then, in them, 
in this realm, in this medium that you've been given to co-create within, within this realm that you've been given to co-create within. And it's much more vast than you know and understand, and you're so much more powerful than you know and understand, even though humility must also be always, always applied to that understanding. There are the powers of co-creation that, yes, I have been speaking about through the series of messages that I've been delivering at these times of these transmissions, at these times of this light work and light activation that I am doing with the planet. And those are the virtues. They're not just your powers. They are the divine power that exists everywhere within all of creation, with all, within all of the infinite, that exist because the finite is within the infinite. They exist in the finite. They just exist differently in the finite. The virtues do and You experience them differently. But they are. They are the divine powers. They are divine energies, qualities, and traits. If you look at all of the virtues and you come to deeply understand them and know them, you will come to deeply understand and know God. Because these are the qualities and traits of the one source, the one love, the one light, the one creator that you are co-creating with. The one being of all beings, presence of all presence, source of all sources, cause of all causes. That is all energy, masculine and feminine. All energy that exists, everything that exists, that is the all that is. The virtues are the qualities of the all that is. They are the qualities of the all that is. And they are magnificent. And they are absolutely necessary for living life of integrity and morality, but so much confusion has also taken place due to forgetfulness. Many now have confused and defined virtues as morals and morality and moral, moral, moral action. Yes, absolutely. When you are acting in a moral way, you are living the virtues. The virtues are living and flowing in you and through you. But that doesn't mean that is all that they are. Again, I will go back to the reference that I made when I described the virtue of patience. And last message during my last transmission. Also 
where I described the virtue of hope. Perhaps that'll be the easiest one to use, where I said it is so easy to now conflate hope with expectation that you have forgotten that hope is not expectation. You have conflated them together to think that it means that because you've allowed hope to be translated as expectation, to interpret it that way. Hope has nothing to do with expectation. Only when you hope you have a tendency to form expectation, but it does not mean expectation. Virtue also applies this way. It does not mean morality and moral action. You must, yes, when you are acting in a moral way, and all of you must, and when you are truly using morality and acting and serving in morality, you must be in living the virtues. But that doesn't mean that virtues are just limited to mean that. There's so much more. The virtues are so much more. As powers of the co-creation, they are directly, as I said, the qualities of the divine that can live through you, transmit through you, create and co-create through you. That's how powerful they are. That's what they are. And in doing so, moral action is necessary and needed and follows. When the virtue is truly being lived, moral action follows. True moral action. There are some that have been under the thought or the philosophy that there can actually be too much virtue. And the reason for that is leading to extremism. Morality that becomes no longer what I would refer to as true morality, but more rigid, extreme thought. But that's no longer virtue. Once a virtue is taken to any extreme and used for any extreme way, it no longer is the virtue that's coming through. It's the ego, pridefulness, arrogance. The ego that likes to convince you that you are something that you are not, that you are able to be the judge of others, meaning judging each other, criticizing each other in a very hurtful, harmful way. And anytime morality is being done to do such, it is not virtuous. There's also the understanding and the school of thought that there can be too little virtue, and this absolutely is true. That also can happen because of the ego, thinking that it can be in control, that it is the doer. 
that it is the one doing, it is the one that is doing everything, it is the source of everything. And it simply is not. That is an illusion. Too little virtue can cause great imbalance. If there is too little virtue or too much virtue, the imbalances manifest. But when it goes to extremes, either way, it's no longer a virtue anymore in any way, shape, or form. It's a manifestation of polarization especially the more extreme that it becomes, the harder it is to reconcile, but you must use the virtues regardless of how hard it seems to reconcile those polarized opposites, those po- that polarization that pushes farther and farther into the extremes of the illusion of separation, the illusion that you are not one family, Breathing one breath, sharing in one collective heartbeat of the earth. You must use the virtues to reconcile and to co create. A new life for yourself. A new world for yourself. And to heal. To heal yourselves from the traumas that have been occurring from injustice. Whether it is injustices that you do to each other. Over differences in how you think or how you speak or how you appear or what you look like or what you say or how you act or what you know or what you don't know or what you believe or what you disbelieve or whether it's the injustices and how you treat other beings or in the treatment of the planet regardless of whatever the injustices are regardless of how much that egoic extremism has pushed into that polarized opposite. It all can be healed because everything is being co-created. Everything. And the trauma of everything that you've experienced with all of the injustices personally and collectively can be healed. But you have to apply the virtues to do so, which is the reason why I have been revealing what I've been revealing and activating what I've been activating. And right now, I choose to Send my love, send my light, send my energy that I've been empowered to transmit here and now, and now and now into the infinite now. 
through the virtue of awareness and the virtue of empathy. Not just speak about them, not just explain or teach about them, but to use my light to activate the virtue of empathy, the virtue of awareness in all of you and for all of you and through all of you. To know thyself is to be self-aware. Awareness is the virtue. Awareness is, it just is. It's not something that has to be given to you, it already is. But it is something that expands. And it is something that grows. One of the words that has been used for millennia, not just in modern times, is the word awaken. It is a very good term. Because awareness is, it already is, it's already in you. You are aware. You are an eternal spirit soul and you are eternally aware. You are aware. Because you are aware, you have senses that become your instruments in the material world to help you discern and become more aware. You have spiritual senses, which are the nature of the soul and of the soul and from the soul, that always are expanding that awareness in you. And as an eternal spirit soul, on an infinite journey that is infinitely journeying and evolving, you are awakening. That awareness is expanding. And the more you awaken to all of who you are, think of it as an unfolding. This is another reason why some of the ancients used some of the symbolism that they used, some of the incredible sacred geometry that has been used to indicate awareness, like a fractal that just continues to unfold and unfold and unfold and unfold. And yes, to know thyself, to be self-aware, to know and be aware of who you are. It is a very sacred virtue. And in order to become more aware and to aid yourself in that awakening, 
there are so many things to teach. I literally could teach volumes on this subject alone and ultimately everything that I do teach and then all that the angels with me in the spiritual world as part of my vast legion of light in the spiritual world. All that we do and all that we share is to ultimately help you become more aware, to have that virtue become fully empowered. But for the sake of brevity today, I will bring it and distill it down to the essential teaching for the virtue of awareness. For the virtue of awareness to unfold in you, to co-create through you, for that awareness of who you are and of all that you are and all that you are part and parcel of, that of divine awareness, that God awareness and God realization that also is possible for it to come through you, to be in that virtue of awareness. is to seek to want it, to seek to know it. In the statement itself, to know, thy, know thyself, it is stated like a command, know thyself. It's implicit within it that you have to seek it. To know thyself, you have to seek it. You have to want it. You have to desire it. So to expand that virtue and to be the instrument of the virtue of awareness within you and for it to expand within you, seek it, intend it. Set the intention for it. Will it. And practice it with all of the other virtues, because not one virtue stands alone. They all work together. They all must be used together and synergize with each other ultimately. Truthfulness or the virtue of truth helps awareness. Trust, using the virtue of trust, applying the virtue of trust, helps awareness. Faith, applying the virtue of faith, helps awareness. Helps it expand, helps it open, helps it to evolve. so much pure potentiality. By the power of that virtue within you. Like love, it also has other qualities beyond being a virtue. but it is a virtue. And you all right now need to be aware 
and not just aware externally, internally. And discernment comes and that awareness will move you to action. And I've chosen to speak about this virtue today. Even though I was asked about it. Because it is so needed. Then there is the virtue of empathy. Which is not the same as sympathy. Also, they get conflated with each other. People often, too often, confuse them with each other. Sympathy is feeling sorry for someone and is a very beautiful thing. Especially when that is needed and when that is necessary. Such as at times of loss and great grief. Empathy is not feeling sorry for someone. It is feeling for someone. Compassion is feeling with someone. Empathy goes even a step further and is feeling for someone. It's taking a part of that pain or the joy because empathy can also be something that is shared with joy and all of the beautiful things of life just as much as it can be experienced with all of all of the human emotions, including the more sorrowful and painful emotions. Taking some of that pain or that joy, feeling it for someone, especially when it's so immense that they can't potentially hold it all. That's when empathy really is needed. That's when it absolutely must be applied. On the sorrow or the pain or the suffering of someone or some group becomes so immensely overwhelming that they possibly can't even hold it all or feel it all themselves even. It is so intense. There's so much energy there in all that is being felt. There's so much energy moving through that person or that group. That couldn't possibly be contained by just one individual or one group. And empathy is a way for it to be 
that energy to be moved through the hearts of everyone, to touch the hearts of everyone, to move through the hearts of everyone. True empathy, like compassion, like love, is energy that must be ultimately moved through the heart. Is felt in the heart, it triggers and stimulates the heart chakra. And a palpable energetic response within the heart chakra and it is received through the heart. May also be received by those who are so sensitive with their empathy and who have their empathy so incredibly amplified that they are naturally gifted as empaths, as one of their gifts and as one of their roles that they are meant to play in the world. It can even be experienced in other parts of the body and the energy field as well, not just the heart. But what you have the ability to receive through your empathy, you cannot shut that down or block that out or push that away because it makes you feel uncomfortable when you do. Or wanting to stop or wanting to no longer be who you are, especially empaths who experience it regularly because empaths experience high degrees of empathy on a regular basis, whether they realize it or not, whether they identify that's their empathy or not. Many still to this day do not recognize it. Do not know that that is the case. Does the discernment is not there, unable to discern what's their own energy, what's their own thoughts, emotions, and that which is actually being felt from someone else for someone else. And then there are those who have become started to become aware of it and start pushing it away or wanting to wipe it out or get rid of it. It's not just from someone else, it's for someone else. And it's not just for any reason. And it's not just any kind of power. It's the power of a virtue. It's the power of a co-creator that you're being used when you're having an empathetic experience. Whether you're an empath or not, It's a co-creative power. When you're having an empathetic experience, you're feeling for someone, you're feeling something for someone, that some energy for someone or something. You're feeling it, you're bringing it in. It's touching your heart, it's moving your heart. It's meant to move through your heart, not stay in, not be held inside. This is when it really becomes a problem. It's the holding of the energy that is the problem, not the moving of the energy, not the receiving of the energy.
because when you hold it, you're no longer in the virtue of empathy. You're in some other pattern of attachment or fear or some other pattern of worry or suffering within yourself that is present within you. Allow it to move through you. Allow that which you receive through the virtue of empathy to move through you. And send that energy out with blessings, with prayers. And as you truly become aware, you can transform the energy, you can even transmute the energy. As I have spoken about before, regarding specifically messages that I've given to empaths. But all of you, because I'm not just speaking to empaths now, I'm speaking to everyone. The virtue of empathy. Everyone has the capability for it to some degree. And those who have blocked it off and tried to turn it off, turning it off, shutting it down completely, leads to great, great imbalance, illness and disorder. And literally become as an illness when empathy is not present. Great disorder. And it has to be renewed and restored and opened to flow in you all. That virtue of empathy to flow in you all. So that that energy can flow through you all. Doesn't mean you'll have empathy about everything. Empaths, yes, others, no. It's not necessary for everyone to have empathy of everything. Some things require compassion over empathy. And compassion is another virtue that perhaps in certain circumstances is more appropriate. But in so much that is going on in your world right now, during this time and year of emergence, You all need to be aware. Use the virtue of awareness and use the virtue of empathy. Feel for each other and compassion. Feel with each other and love. Use these virtues together 
when they synergize, when they unify, when they synergize. This is what all of you know and dream of for yourselves and for your life and for your world. As a world created through the synergy of those virtues. Have empathy for so many that are struggling so much trauma that is there. In some way, shape, or form, there's trauma in all of you. So just as you would want to have someone else have empathy for your trauma, you want to be able to do that for others. And then as you come through this healing, this year of emergence will bring you through. You'll be able to empathize more and more and be in empathy with each other's joy, with each other's freedom and liberation, with the passion and the dreams that are also awakening. When you feel yourself, ever being overwhelmed by anything that you're empathetically experiencing, Share that with others. Allow others to share in that with you. Don't isolate yourself. Don't cut yourselves off. Don't go into a holding pattern. Don't stay in attachment. Surrender. yet another virtue. Surrender. Let it move. Let it move you. Let it move through you. Send out prayers. Send out blessings. Send out positive energy. Transform the energy in whatever way you can. Transmute the energy with intentions. Just even have the intention to transmute it. But you must transmit energy back out. Empathy is not just the ability to receive energy, it's the ability to transmit it. And it's transformed and transmuted form. especially those of you who are empaths. You will notice those of you who are empaths 
that not only have there been so many more energies to be receiving, and not only have there been so many things I'd empathically been sensing and sensitized to, but your sensitivities are increasing. Yes, your sensitivities are increasing, and this is a blessing. It may not feel that way. But I assure you, as your sensitivities are increasing, and to whatever level it increases to, it is a blessing. For you and for all. And it's absolutely meant to be. All of it that is awakening, that you are becoming aware of as empaths, is meant to be. That awareness is meant to be. You cannot block out that awareness. You cannot stay asleep. You cannot stay in forgetfulness. You've come too far. You're too awake. There's no going back. There's only going forward. And it's a beautiful thing. Even if you're afraid. So to all empaths right now, I say fear not. Don't be afraid. There are more of you on the planet than there has ever been in human history. You are not alone. In your material lives, in your material world, and you are definitely not alone in the spiritual world. You have all of the help and support that you need. Reach out for it. Keep learning about your gifts. Because if you are an empath, it is. It is a blessing. It is a gift. And use that virtue that you've been gifted to be an instrument for. When you don't understand it, allow it to just come through you. It's not from you. It's in you and through you. I can't describe it any other way. But I will also do my role and play my part to aid in whatever way I can in the clearing of the energy fields as much as possible. But we cannot clear everything. We cannot do everything for you. We are here to do things with you, to walk this journey, travel this journey, side by side, as your constant companions in the spiritual world. with our compassion to feel with you 
with our empathy sometimes, yes, to feel for you. And we will activate and engage our angelic empathy to feel for you when you need that blessing. And I'm doing that right now and as part of what I'm doing in the hearts for all of you and as part of what I'm doing in the hearts of humanity at this moment and in all moments in the now. Through this transmission now, now, and in every eternal now. For all who receive. My angelic empathy is activated now. My compassion activated now to feel with you and to feel for you. To take some of that energy through me and transmute it for the benefit of all living beings. always and forever. That's the end of the message. Let's just take a moment to say a silent prayer of thankfulness and appreciation for the message and for the Archangel Michael. full circle back to praise again to finish the process the angels gave me so I'm just going to do Adonai Elohim just by itself just to finish the process Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim Adonai Elohim slowly bring ourselves up out of the meditation as I'm coming up out of the meditation I'll share whatever I can I'm always just so moved by these experiences sometimes it's hard to communicate right afterwards once again he's brought tears to my eyes I have a tear in my right eye for quite a long time now been 
coming and continuing to fill. Um, first of all, I want to also say thank you, Archangel Michael, directly, and just uh, amazing, amazing, not just what he's explaining to us, but I felt what he was talking about there at the end. Um, it was like he took one, I felt, what I felt from him, it was like he took one massive inhale and he just, when he said he was going to activate the angelic empathy and, the angel, and not just him, but the angelic realm, took one big massive inhale and took some of that energy that we're having a hard time with, right? That we're overwhelmed by because there's so much, because he's saying what empathy we feel for somebody we're feeling it for, they were feeling it for us. It's like they were taking some of that energy because just how so massive and overwhelming it is from all the things he was talking about, all the injustices he was talking about, all the things that just we're not aware of, all the hurt and harm, you know, all the things, you know. It's just, this tend to be what I felt that, that, that he was taking in and that they were all like inhaling through and bringing through themselves, taking for us into themselves was all of that, like all this painful energy is what they were. Uh, and so there's this incredible, um, That's the, he describes it as the most important of the energy work that he was meant to do through this transmission. And so it's like, absolutely, I've never experienced, of all the, all the decades that I've been working with the angels professionally and then throughout my whole life, even previous to that, all the way back into my childhood, never experienced anything quite like it where it was like the angelic realm just took this collective inhale um at his behest and his bequest uh is what i was experiencing there at the end and i'm so grateful for that there's a lightness um just feeling things lighter and brighter in me and just in the collective energy fields as a result and of course he explained that they can't always do that with everything it's like they can't do it for us right they they, they we can't just be here and do anything we want and act in any way we want and, and, and then just expect them to, you know, um, do everything or fix everything or resolve everything. Uh, we have to actually be the co-creators that we're here to be. So, um, and then this incredible uh, message that he brought through about that and about using these two virtues, the virtue of awareness, the virtue of empathy and how they synergize um, with each other there was a lot there was a lot of visuals too many to bring through too many to describe um, they just show me a lot of it in energy a lot of times there's not a lot of symbolism uh, sometimes it's just a lot of energy that I'm seeing but there was something earlier I'm going to see if I can actually pull it through because it did stand out to me um, there was a visual that I got earlier, I'm sorry, it starts to fade fast the more that I'm coming up out of the trance state, so hmm, hopefully it'll come back to me, I'm trying to just reconnect with it, and it's fading, so, hmm.
yeah I'm sorry I apologize I can't bring it through I don't I can't bring through what the visual was it's kind of like trying to remember a dream you know how when you first wake up out of a dream and you're like oh I had this amazing dream there were all these things happening but now I can't remember what was in the dream <laughs> that's what happens with me with the visual parts of it right um the visual parts fade really fast so anyway, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up here. And as I'm doing so, I'll let you know if it comes back to me while I'm wrapping up. Um, so in wrap up, I'll remind everybody that this will be podcasted. And uh, you can share the podcast, download the podcast. Please get in as many people as you want to listen to it. That's fine. Uh, it really is for everyone. Um, and it will send you all an email once that is up and ready. Please give it, give me a few days. I have to go in and there's several different steps. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into processing um, these recordings, making the podcast, etc. There's a lot of work that actually goes into all of this for both my assistant Jeff um, Harding and myself. Uh, and um, if you appreciate these podcasts, you appreciate these global transmissions, you want to contribute to that work, um, at all, any and all donations can be mail, made available, uh, and it, all of it helps to be able to continue uh, this, this aspect of this um, ministry work. So the, that donation link is up, actually up on, on johnsonline.com on, if you click on the events, um, and it'll go where you sign up for the event, um, it's, the donation link is on that same page. So um, let's see, the, the Archangel Michael study group, uh, like I said, you can participate in that monthly. We will study this message the second Tuesday in June. So I don't have the date right in front of me, but whatever the, sec the date of the second Tuesday in June is, is when we're going to take this message and study it. And I will write a meditation um, based on the things that he's described and um, discussed here. So if you're interested in that, you can also sign up on the events page of the website for that. I think that's all the announcements that I need to make. Um, I will be coming out with some more um, classes and things uh, this late later this spring summer. Uh, just still healing myself from um, breaking my hand back in January. I broke my left hand and I broke my right elbow. So uh, it's been uh, for several weeks now, and I'm still trying to get full functioning back in that in them. So I'm just kind of slowly getting back into uh, the teaching work and teaching. Um, plan to do a lot more online teaching this summer and definitely in the fall. So um, just be watching your emails for things to come. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Uh, let me just unmute everybody. Turn off the recording so you can all say